I listen to actually every show on Max Fun. You could say relentless positivity. Um, that's probably a good way of putting it. They're always looking at things in the way I'd like the world to be looked at. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Lindsay. And we donate to MaximumFun.org. Probably My Brother, My Brother and Me was the first full episode I listened to. Yeah, Mabim Bam was a pretty great way to start her off because those McElroys are charming. Listen to people be friends. <laughs> Best thing. I'm super excited about Throwing Shade and it's so funny and it's so charming. Yeah, honestly, I feel like every every year Max Fun adds new shows and every year I step up my donation to make sure that more shows can join. Yeah, I think it's really easy to support people who make fantastic things. I get a ridiculous amount of entertainment from Max Fun every month and it doesn't cost me a lot. Support Maximum Fun today. Just visit maximumfun.org/donate. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dave Holmes. As regular listeners know, this is the part where I usually say that International Waters is a show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a transatlantic battle royale. But folks, on the way here, I was listening to the new Alt-J album, and there's a line where they say they want to turn me inside out and lick me like a crisp packet, so I don't think I can look any British people in the eye today. So today, we're going to be recording a very special episode. We are all here in the Max Fun studio, and two of our guests come not from the U.K., but from a small, unassuming colony of the United Kingdom, a plucky little nation to our north called Canada. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Yeah. I actually just did a shoot up in Vancouver and I found Canada to be unbelievably charming. I did CrossFit there and even the CrossFit people were like unassuming, helpful. kind of sweet, helpful. They apologized for stuff. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Also, I went to a place called Wildebeest and I had an appetizer where they served me bone marrow. And then once I had taken out all of the marrow from the bone, I put one end in my mouth and they poured cognac down the other, like a little meat and booze luge into my mouth. <laughs> and it took a year off the end of my life, but that's going to be a bad part of my life, so I don't really care. Are you sure that was a restaurant? <laughs> Not just an alley? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was the CrossFit counters that. It was, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Do you think I'm you could only, is, you, they only, you have to be able to be with CrossFit and in a place that knows the luge for that to have worked as well as it Absolutely. did? Absolutely. Absolutely. We speak each other's language, the language of meat. Uh, today, we're going to find out who is the best country in all of North America. Suck it, Belize. You're listening to International Waters. for the country that likes to travel the world and say this isn't an American accent. Stop punching me. It's a stand-up you will know from WTF with Mark Marin, John Oliver's New York comedy show and stand-up performances all around the world. It's Glenn Wool. Hello. Hello. Glenn. Hello and welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. You're unassuming. You you you're in flannel kind of. I'm hungover. You're a little That's bit the hungover. word you're looking for. Nice. <laughs> what uh, what did you get up to last night? Well, I drank some beer. Great. Of all things. Good. And it was uh, it was marvelously delicious. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I went home and uh, had not one but two big turkey sandwiches. Nice. That I also put salt on. Like turkey's already salty. Great. And then I salted it more, and then I almost died of dehydration in the night. You know what, Glenn? You made strong choices, and <laughs> yeah. I applaud them. Also playing for the country where the remake of Breaking Bad is a guy getting a cancer diagnosis and then paying for his treatment through tax-funded socialist medical care. 
And then doing a ton of meth anyway, because even the damn mayors do meth up there. It's stand-up comedian Jessica Young. Hello, Jessica. Hello there. Jessica, it's a joy to have you on this show. It is a pleasure to be with you. You are a delight, and I cannot wait to get you playing. Uh, We're going to get to know our teams a little bit better throughout the show, but for now, Team Canada, I would like for you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Uh, How about Rob Ford? Is that Rob Ford? I think we got to go Rob Ford. Got to go Rob Ford. He's Ellen right now, correct? He's Ellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think he brought it on himself? Yeah. Is th- was this a behavior-based illness? I think it's a food-based illness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's not like a picture of health. Right. You know, you'd go, really? He's, he's ill. Yeah. Well, that's, that seems odd. You would, you would be more authoritative on this matter if you didn't sound the way that you do right now. You really <laughs> sound like a hungover guy who ate a lot of turkey last night. I'm yeah. just going to level with you. Moving on. Playing for the nation that loves 90s nostalgia so much, it's bombing Iraq again. Cowabunga, dude. It's a stand-up writer and improviser who you have seen on Children's Hospital, The Long Shot Podcast, and the Upright Citizens Brigade's famous Ass Cat Live show. It's Sean Conroy. Oh, that's me. That's you. Hi. Yeah, I didn't know who you were talking about. I was talking about you. Yeah. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. You've got a you've got a luscious beard. Yeah. It's, a lush uh, and luscious beard. It's very much sea captain meets civil war general. Sure. So. Very hip right now. Yeah. <laughs> Facial hair very covering hip. covering land and sea. So. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Also for the nation that is so disgusted by the NFL, they have reduced their football watching to a mere ninety hours a week. It's a writer and radio producer, best known for her work on This American Life. And for some show recapping, Miss Starly Kine. Hello, Starly. Hi. Team US, what is your buzz in word? Leak. 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 Why leak? Really? Like, well, I mean, like a Snowden type of leak or like an like onion type of leak? Like every kind of leak. Like, like leaked nudes, uh-huh. like leaked oh, sure. tapes. God, I wasn't of thinking about the leak. Elevator nudes. problems. Uh-huh. Like leaked emails. Sure. And I'm also having a plumbing problem in my apartment. So oh, I see. It fits. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Very but, American. I love it. Leak versus Rob Ford. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story, which is also the title of Glenn Wool's TV pilot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did yeah. I just remind you of your own TV pilot? Yeah, you did. Jeez, what, uh, what's it about? Do you know? Uh, no. Uh, it's too long ago. You will be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you're not sure what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine your grandma eating a banana. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, Canadian cultural protectionism news. In a U.S. and Canada collaboration not seen since Celine Dion teamed up with Neo, which fast food giant has purchased every branch of which Canadian institution? Uh, Burger King. Oh, you got to buzz in with your buzz in word. Oh, leak. Leak. (laughs) You know what? I'm a stickler today. I know. The U.S. is in. The U.S. is in because they played by the rules like U.S. people do. Mm -hmm. Like U.S. Uh, people. You know how we call ourselves U.S. people? We we did what U.S. people do. We played by the rules while also cheating. Well, also a little bit cheating and (laughs) stealing. Stealing. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we know the correct answer. What is it? Uh, Burger King uh, purchased Tommy Hose. How did you know that? Incorrect. Incorrect. Would you like to steal it back? Rob Ford. Yeah. Carl's Jr. purchased. No. 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 Burger King bought Tim Hortons. God damn it. Wow. Tommy Hose. They, they call it Tommy Hose up there. No, that's nobody. A okay, oh, so they give it a di- they give him a different first name and yeah, then they shorten it's his a last nickname. name. Oh, that's a fun nickname. It's very cute. It's the kind of nickname that's not the name of the thing at all. We what a fun and inventive name. I could totally see. It to- Tommy Hose could totally be Timothy Hortons' nickname. Yeah, Nothing, well, it, it is. Nothing, it is its nickname, but it could be. It isn't, Starly. Yeah. 
That would be a whimsical thing that would happen on a This American Life episode, but not in real America. I'm, I'm giving up I'm that getting... point under protest. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, okay. I'd... Fine. I just uh, yes. moved back to Canada, so yeah. I didn't even know if that was true or not. Really? <laughs> yeah. The country's not a buzz with the news. Well, no, no. I knew I was about Whether to say I knew I knew that it had been purchased, but uh-huh. I didn't know if Tommy Hose was a Canadian. Oh, I see. Uh, Canadianism oh, I see. or not? Fair enough. I wish I'd said Timmy Hose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I pretty taken sure Timmy Hose. <laughs> Timmy Hose. Yeah. But yeah, they bought it in an eleven billion dollar tax dodge. How do you feel about it, Canada? I feel yeah. sorry for the Timbits. Really? Why? They're already not good, and they'll probably put them in a Whopper or something to uh-huh. try to sell more of them. Oh, wait, are Timbits a thing? What's a it's, Timbit? It's like the Canadian version of it's Munchkins. It's faker than Tommy Hose. Donut, donut, donut holes. I see, I see. Okay. It's also I hear the, the real Tim Horton's good. genitals. It's actually made up of real, it's like, there's just a they hint were, of Tim Horton. They were based on his genitals. Fair enough. Canada yeah. runs on Tommy Hose. <laughs> For a bonus point, Canadian up some traditionally American fast food. For example, Jamba Moose. French without being a dick about it fries, Allen Thick Shakes. Rob Ford. Canada. Kentucky Fried Coffee Crispers. Ooh, talk me through it. Coffee Crisp is the greatest candy bar ever invented on the planet. Why? I have known you for so long. Why are you telling me about all of these new and wonderful things now? Coffee Crisp? It's a delight. It's layers of wafers with a coffee-scented and flavored chocolate ganache in between dipped in chocolate. Oh, that sounds good. We need to fry that motherfucker. If Canada has all these things, why is it losing? What's it losing? To us. In gen, not, not, in, not in here. I'm saying, like, why isn't it yeah. more power? Why in, isn't in it? The, in, the, in the race of countries? They're the silent power. <laughs> you have silent. to define power, like, you know, do we spend overspend on a military that we don't really need That's and base an economy power. on guys, it? Guys, listen, we're not going to settle this today. U.S., do you have one? Yes. 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 Kanucky fried chicken. Oh, I like it. I like it. Sure. It's fried, fried chicken that, as well. that nobody uh, pays a lot of attention to. Okay. Okay. You know what? Two points. I like the justification. Starling? Um, uh, Hershey's milk chocolate Morissettes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Why not? What do you mean why? That's, that's, that's practically the same word. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I sat across from her at uh, Son of a Gun at the big communal table mm-hmm. there recently. Delightful. She pet my dog Might the other vegan. day. She pet my dog the other day. Really? Totally delightful. Of course, yeah. right? Yeah. She was like, there was something about that dog that helped her find her center, right? Yeah, she did seem very, she, they looked well together. Was uh-huh. it ironic? Oh! <laughs> it was ironic in the same way that she misuses the word in the yes. song. Sure. It was very <laughs> sincere. Sure. Gwen, want to sneak in with one? Uh, anything with cheese and gravy on it. That's how you, that's how you Canadian, oh. anything. Yeah, my stomach is about to make a noise, so I'm going to give you a point. Let's all actually start talking so that we can cover up the actual mm-hmm. noise that my actual stomach is about to make. And move on to question number two. I'll, I'll noise fight your stomach with yeah. my stomach noises. I, I don't doubt it. I this don't doubt it. This is a weird game. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. The makers of Tinder, the app that lets you physically judge strangers with your thumbs, are launching a new app that helps strangers meet what does this app help people do? It's a it's a fight. Tinder. You've app. got to buzz in, Glenn. I won't you, tell you again. We can save that in in the edit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it helps people who want to fight each other. Oh no, no, no! That's just regular life on the streets of any city. Anyone else? Can I hear the question again? Sure, why not? The makers of Tinder, an app that lets you physically judge strangers with your thumbs, are launching a new app that helps strangers meet. And do what? Leak. Okay. I, I recognize now that that's your buzzing word, but for a moment, I wasn't sure. Uh, Sean. 
uh, it helps them leak. No, no, no. Unfortunately, I can't accept that. This app will help you find a stranger to cuddle with. The app is called Cuddler, obviously. It gives users a 15-minute window to find strangers for a no-sex hug. Users are advised to meet in public instead of cuddling in the uh, traditional way after Bible study class. Uh, The app encourages you to cuddle any age or gender user, regardless of whether you find them attractive, and provides gentle, no-pressure intimacy. Uh, Coming soon, an app that helps women hail a taxi as soon as their cuddle partner gets a boner, which will be like immediately. Would you use it? And and, and more people are going to get murdered, right? For sure going to get murdered. I'm sure. Are they going to combine it with Uber? (laughs) Oh, that that is a very smart idea. That is a very smart idea. It's going to be a boon for pickpocketing. Very true. (laughs) But you know what? Honestly, look, if you're going to get stabbed or get your pocket picked, you might as well have a little physical. Yeah, Yeah, get a little physical affection. Bonus round. For a bonus point, create some more apps for the desperately lonely. For instance, Instagram that sends you all caps texts like a loving grandma would. Doug Ford. Ooh, yeah. Canada. Uh, Doug Ford. I'm, I'm still not playing. Tindergarten. <laughs> uh, it's for <laughs> they're toddlers who want to meet each other. <laughs> I will accept it. One point. Ima- Jessica. Imaginary friendster. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Point. Yes. Anyone? Leak. US? Yes. Leak. You just like to say leak. Uh, Twoof. Yes. What's that? It's uh, you just constantly get 140 character messages from your dog. Okay. Okay. Oh, I would do that. I would do that. I would connect just with my woof, dog woof, all day woof, long. Woof over and over again. Oh, I would love it. We used to have a stranger hugging app back in the 90s. Uh, it was actually not an app. It was just ecstasy. Remember that? Remember when you just do ecstasy? (laughs) Hug people that you didn't know? All right, let's move on to question number three. In U.S. news, a Tampa woman is making headlines around the world for claiming to have undergone a terrifying body augmentation. What did she do to herself? You know what? She waited for me to finish the whole question, so I'm going to go to Canada because she was polite. Rules are so arbitrary. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they are. Get used to it, Starly Kind. I'm not that rude. All right, what say you, Canada? Have a third breast augmentation, or actually implantation, if yep. you will. Yep. Because yep. she wants a show on MTV. Because she wants a show on MTV. That's what you have to do now. <laughs> I just had to stand in line and get humiliated. Uh, Is it it's not fake? But her uh, fake boob was fake, well, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a fake. Yeah. It's, it's a fake, it's fake. A fake though. It was, yeah. it was leaked today. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It was a okay. fake fake. But you okay. know how it was found out? At how? security. This is how it came about, like of all ways for it to be exposed. Something went off in security at the airport, and it's a prosthetic that she was putting I on. I see. Okay. Over her two breasts, yeah. she put on the three-part. Okay. So she's sane. She's totally sane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, also had a, she also had a water bottle with her, so. <laughs> It'd be it's great if she took yeah. it off. saline for her implants. If, if she took it off to expose her four breasts. <laughs> <laughs> she's a 21-year-old woman from Tampa, Florida, named Jasmine Tri-Devil. Tri-Devil, or Triteville, or whatever, but it's spelled Tri-Devil. Do you think that's her actual name? I think so. Oh, boy. This is a, this is a woman who goes to Burning Man. Can we can we agree on that? Yes. Everyone goes to Burning Man, apparently, now. Yeah? Have you yes. gone? No. No, I haven't either. But Look at me. I would not. I'm not the kind of guy. I would be large amount of people that are mm-hmm. allegedly relatable to us. Mm-hmm. I was in Australia once, and I was reading a, a just a local newspaper, yeah. and they the front page news was uh, they had set the record for the most amount of people dancing to wade down yonder on the chatty hoochie. <laughs> At Burning Man? No, no. It's just, just the, the, the funny name reminded me of this other woman I saw with a funny name. And the woman who caused this whole ruckus in this small 
mining town in Australia was uh, Elaine Bagel Hole. Bagel Hole? Bagel Hole. Bagel Hole? Yeah. Like like the hole in a bagel. Bagel Yeah, yeah. I I read it a bunch of, like, that can't can't be her nickname. (laughs) Her nickname is actually Tommy Ho. Oh, see, no, (laughs) no, 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 Sean, I'm not accepting it. Somebody's nickname is Tommy Ho somewhere. Probably, someone, somewhere. Well, that's got to be a Tommy Ho. (laughs) I went to Chattahoochee High School. That's a true story. Stop your mouth. Is that true? Yes. With? Elaine Bagel Hole, and that's where it all started, this odyssey into the mining communities of Australia. At the end of the first round, the scores are as follows. Canada's in the lead with six. USA just behind with four. Now, we're going to get to know the teams in between rounds. U.S., we're going to say hello to you first. Sean Conroy. Yes, sir. You're currently the head writer on a new adult swim show called Mr. Pickles. Yes, it just debuted Sunday night. Uh Uh-huh. So when can we see it? What's it all about? It's Sunday nights at 1130. Uh It is... Uh, an animated show about a dog named Mr. Pickles, who is sort of like Lassie, lives with an all-American family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what the family doesn't realize is that Mr. Pickles actually uh, worships Satan and is a serial killer. Oh. Um, so it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Oh, I can't if wait. you watch it, you'll either be like, oh, this is awesome, or you'll be like, what a vile, disgusting <laughs> piece of garbage. You can go rinse my eyes. Out. Yeah, both. no, some people do both. <laughs> yeah. What kind of dog is Mr. Pickles? It's a border collie. Obviously. Is this a true story? Breed. It's based on a true story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Welcome. I think I remember that. <laughs> Starly Kine, when you yes. are not making beautiful radio shows. Thank you. You are doing uh, TV recaps of yeah. shows like Mad Men and Breaking Bad. I'm also making a new radio show. Ooh, what is it? It's going to be about mysteries. Okay. I'm going to solve mysteries. Yeah, solve mysteries. Yeah. When does it start? What's it called? Start Mystery show. Mystery show. Yeah. It starts very soon. Well, it's, yeah, it starts very soon. It'll awesome. be a podcast. Great. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Charlie Kine. So, how, do you, how, do you, how do you solve the mysteries? How, what do you mean, how do I solve them? Like, I, I take the cases on. You uh-huh. better. And I solve them. It's not going to be, if, it's not going like to be. field work, gumshoe. Yeah. I'm not going to be solving the case of like, say there's a, uh, say someone's family member got killed by a serial killing dog. Uh-huh. Sure. I'm not going to, I will not take That's that case on because it's that might, well, I would think it'd be too hard to solve, but then we also know who did it. But Mr. he seems Pickles. to elude yeah. Mr. Pickles. Have you um, done? Have you done any yet? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, and I can't. I'm not. It would be a spoiler. I have done, but there's some. That, yeah, and some are in the works in the okay. process of being solved. Okay. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Coming. Is, do you have a date? I really need Britney Spears to get in touch with me. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. I got the same problem. Fixer. Fixer up. All right, we're gonna meet the Canadians after yeah. the next round, but first, this. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Destination DIY. It's a show about people taking matters into their own hands, and we're really excited to be bringing it to Maximum Fun. You know, having that experience of, I can do that, makes me feel like I can almost do anything. Here at Destination DIY, we like to push the do-it-yourself envelope beyond crafts and home improvement. So tune in to hear the stories of makers, builders, inventors, and all kinds of creative people. You can essentially build a do-it-yourself space program today, and uh, now, luckily, I'm part of that. Check out Destination DIY at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Sean Conroy and Starley Kine. Hello. Playing for the great nation of Canada, Glenn Wool and Jessica Young. Hello. Hello. 
This round is called A Tale of Two Options. Taking it in turn, each team will get a list of words or phrases that fall into one of two categories in this rapid-fire round. There is no timer. I just think they should do it quick so I don't get bored and penalize them. It's very hot in here. Canada, you are ahead, so you're going to start. Your round concerns beverages and adult entertainment. That's right. It's herbal tea or Burning Man burlesque performer. I'm going to call out a thing. You tell me if it is the name of a relaxing, warm beverage or a person who's kind of like a stripper, but they get paid in poems. These are all from the American Celestial Seasonings Tea Company and Burning Man's Imaginarium page. Are you ready? You ready? Okay. All right. Honey Vanilla. Rob Ford. You don't have to buzz in. This is just for you. Oh, for fuck's sake. See, now you're buzzing and you don't need to. Get it together, Glenn. Jesus Christ. Well, take that. Rob Ford and put it where it was supposed to be. That's that sounds like a threat. That Would you take that Rob Ford and, and stick put it where it it's supposed to be in the first bit? <laughs> All right, and honey vanilla. What do you that's think? That's a tea. That is an herbal tea combining the sweetness of honey and vanilla. This tea recipe benefits both mind and body. At some point, good on you. I hope Mr. T comes up. Well, which could be just both. Wait. Sugar <laughs> darling. Uh. Burning Man. Yeah, that is a burlesque performer. She is a member of Fort Wayne, Indiana's Boudoir Bombshells. Yeah, of course, yeah. That's real. That's real. They have an art car. Madison Orange. Ooh, is it both? Burning Man. You going to say Burning Man? You're correct. Burlesque performer. She can regularly be seen dancing with a flaming hula hoop at Amori Casino. That's real. Sleepy Time Peach. <laughs> That's a tea. That is a tea with the delightful aroma and just pick flavor of ripe yellow peaches. But I would love to see a stripper called Sleepy Town Peach. Yeah. <laughs> it seems it seems comforting. Morning Thunder. That, ooh, that can't be a tea. Or less. <laughs> that is an herbal tea. It's an exhilarating morning roasted mate blend that promises no coffee jitters. Okay. Something to think about after another rough beer and turkey night. Sounds like it promises a movement more than anything. (laughs) Jam and lemon. Tea. That is an herbal tea. Spicy ginger and eye-opening lemon combined to create a tea that's calming yet invigorating. And has jam in it. Miss Sweet Tea. That's a burlesque performer. That is a burlesque performer, a San Francisco native with pink hair, southern sass, and a sweet disposition. Do you know what her real name is? I, I, I Elaine Bagelhorn. Elaine Bagelhorn. <laughs> Not Bagelhorn. That's a ridiculous. <laughs> don't change it. Tension Tamer. Ooh. Tea. That is a comforting blend that begins with Eleuthero, an Asian herb which has been used as a calmative for centuries. And Foo Foo Ha. <laughs> burlesque. That is a burlesque troupe, a San Francisco-based cartoon performance troupe combining erotic dance with contemporary clowning. In other words, they came out of a nightmare that I had a week after doing mushrooms. Can we change our buzz-in word to foo-foo-ha? <laughs> you can do anything you want to do. You can do anything you want to do. How did they do, Jennifer? They got eight. Okay. Let's just, before we go on, let's just talk about Burning Man for a moment. Okay. I've been curious about going. I have thought about going. It it's, looks like it could be fun. It seems like a like a fun little week-long party. I had somebody make a pitch for why I should go. And it went, it, like, he talked about how great it was. And then he said, on the way back, after the week there, the first thing he saw upon entering civilization was the uh, was the In-N-Out Burger in Reno. And, uh, and like, there's his camp, they all, like, went there and they went in and they ordered their burgers and whatever. And he was like, and, and the lady at the counter looked at me and I was like, what? And then I was like... 
oh yeah, I have to pay for these with money. It was like so weird after that week. <laughs> like, wait, so it took, him, it took him a week, week to forget <laughs> all trappings week. of civilization. <laughs> you, you like you forgot that you can't buy a double oh, right. double they with, with, a, fire. with a twirl or yeah. a fucking interpretive dance. Fuck you. So that was, now I don't want to go. Right. Now, now we'll talk about it next year. USA, you're up next. Your category is Yankee Candle or Gay Coming of Age Film. What's a Yankee Candle? I love that. You don't like know a what a scented, Yankee Candle is? Candle? Are you that it's New a York? Brand, right? Come on, you've seen like the candles that you get at Bed Bath and Beyond. They're sponsored. Basically. I didn't know they were called Yankee Candles. Okay, 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 okay. All right, New York's got Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, see, you know what we're, you know what's going also, on. Also, Joe DiMaggio was the Yankee Candle. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Okay, so you're gonna tell me if the names that I am telling you are names of fragrances from your mother's favorite folksy candle company, or movies where a gay teenager discovers their sexuality against a backdrop of friendship, summer, and sometimes betrayal. Are you ready? Yeah. Great. Waterfall Canyon. Candle. That is a candle. The scent of cascading water fills the air with a cool, purifying freshness. Campfire treat. Gay. It is pretty gay, but it's a Yankee candle. It's a fragrance that captures just the gay. Shit. gay. That, that could have been a candle. It could just be a gay candle. It is the that gayest candle of them all. What oh, would that smell like? <laughs> well, it would smell like this. It's a fragrance that captures the sugary notes of a marshmallow toasted to gooey perfection. It is gay. We should get it. If you want your office to yeah. smell like food. Uh, Eternal Summer. Movie, com- gay coming of age movie. That is correct. It's a Taiwanese film about high schoolers who experience the perks and pitfalls of love. So many words. Loves me, loves me not. Candle. That is a Yankee candle, the scent of a fresh field of daisies with pretty white petals just waiting to be pulled. Summer Storm. Gay. That is a gay coming of age movie, a film <laughs> about German teenagers training for a rowing regatta. Gay, gay. <laughs> sexual tensions are stretched to the breaking point, just like a fresh white petal. Uh, water lilies. Get ready to come about. Water lilies. Uh, gay coming of age. Gay film. coming of age movie, a French film about sapphic awakenings of three 15 year old girls in a middle class suburb of Paris. Beautiful thing. Gay. Yeah. Gay. Gay. Indeed. A British teenager escapes his abusive father and finds comfort in the bed of his friend. I will tell you, this is actually a fantastic movie, and if you haven't seen it, you should see it right away. Treehouse Memories. Candle. That is a Yankee candle, the essence of perfectly ripe strawberries <laughs> dipped in sugar and then set on fire. That's what we always <laughs> ate in my treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> You and your young friends. Yeah, when let's you're dip some your strawberries in sugar and light them on fire, guys. <laughs> Take your shirt off, Kyle. This is an endless summer. <laughs> Home for the holidays. Gay. Slightly. That is actually both. It's a Yankee candle that mixes cinnamon and cloves and a Holly Hunter film where Robert Downey Jr. plays her gay brother during the holidays. I cried during He's, that part. Yeah. I remember. Really? Really, yeah. We could still call it a gay coming-of-age film, because even though he was 30 at the time, he's Robert Downey Jr. He's forever young. Yeah. He's always learning lessons. Yeah. Finally right? showing his age. In the Finally latest, showing In the latest age. preview. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A little bit around the eyes. Yeah. There's some wrinkling it's there. Still I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I don't he, mind it at all. Distinguished. No. Distinguished. Hot. I'll let him stay alive. Yeah, okay, good. Foo-foo-ha. Foo-foo-ha. <laughs> After that round, our scores are as follows. Uh, you got seven in that round, USA. So our overall scores are Canada with 14, USA with 12. Oh, Holy yeah. fuck. It's a barn burner. Let's say hello to our Canadian team, Glenn Wolt. Your stand-up show, No Land's Man, yes. is on Netflix. It's about how you lived on the road for many years. Tell us a uh, good expert tip about hotel living. 
Uh, I, I don't know. Just don't <laughs> I want to tell this story. It reminded me uh, before about the gay uh, movies. Uh-huh. I was in uh, I was in London and I had two hours to kill just in Soho. Sure. And there's the Curzon Theater and it said gay film festival. I was like, all right, I'll go see a gay movie. You'll uh-huh. go see Home for the Holidays or no, Eternal it was, Sunshine. It was a <laughs> Chinese movie. I was like, all right, well, gay people in China. But it's all Chinese writing on the thing and... I just went in, I started watching it, and it was about, like, a father and his son, and I was like, oh, I hope oh, this doesn't get gay. Yeah. Because it was about, like, they, they had a sauna, too, so it was like, and then it just went on the whole movie, and it turned out to be about water. Like, it was just, it was a movie about... <laughs> it was like gay water, though. No, it was not gay at all, and I walked out, and I was like, that's the least gay movie I've ever seen, and then... I asked at the. I was like, "Why is that in the gay film festival?" I go, "No, that's on the other side of the theater." So I just went to a Chinese movie. <laughs> just going, when's the fucking start? <laughs> and that's how you live in hotels. Oh, good. That's the best advice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Jessica Young, you perform in a group called Kind Strangers with Zabeth Russell, who's a former guest Indeed. in National Waters. Uh, you do improvised Tennessee Williams plays. We do. Tell us everything. It's a lot of um, hidden homosexuality sure. because that wasn't allowed back in those days. Sure. There's a lot of whiskey drinking. Sure. There's a lot of inappropriate slapping, which I question if we can do that for much longer given the state of affairs in this country right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but it's a great show, and we travel to festivals all around the country, and it's it's a really great Time. You can do it in this room. This place just turned into a sweat box. It's really true. It is yes. sweltering in here. I feel like Maggie the cat right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. I am in a white suit and I'm <laughs> drinking whiskey. So we could just start this anytime. I played guys. high school football. I was great. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Thank you for being here, guys. We will be right back with our final round after this. Mark your calendars for a brand new thing. The first ever Max Fun Week is coming up, October 15th through 21st. Max Fun Week's all about celebrating the creativity and passion of our listeners. We'll have podcast crossovers, Q&As, behind-the-scenes tours, giveaways, and more. No fundraising, just awesome stuff for you. So tune into your favorite Max Fun shows, tell a friend about Max Fun, and check out some new shows during Max Fun Week, October 15th through 21st. Welcome back. And so to our final round. Now, I know both teams have worked super hard. We're all sweating from effort. And I want you to know that it has been as useless as a third breast on a woman from Florida because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. This is for all the marbles, guys. Just when you think you got all the answers, I changed the point values. So we're only down by two. So if we win this, we could come back and win the whole thing. That's correct. Okay. You're on to it. You get it. We haven't done the final tally, but it looks good. Yeah. It looks. Yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. Your math works out. Is there a final round and then a final round? Or is there a third round, then final? This is it. This is everything. It depends if America wins or loses. Don't hold back any effort. Don't hold back any effort. All right. Okay. This round is called In Defense. In it, you must prove that your country is the best country by sticking up for the worst aspects of it. That is right. I'm going to give you something from your nation that is arguably terrible or sucky or just downright embarrassing, and you must defend it. Whoever is the most convincing wins the million points and the title of greatest country in all of North America. Blow it out your ass, Cayman Islands. Team Canada, you're going first because you're just a tiny bit ahead, and I like you. 
I'm putting two minutes on the clock. You must defend Justin Bieber. That is correct. The pint-sized monkey-smuggling mop top is loathed by everyone except his dwindling fan base for his bratty pothead behavior and vapid, terrible music. And now he's broken my heart by moving in with Selena Gomez. Canada, you've got two minutes to defend Justin Bieber. They start well, now. In our defense, he didn't act like that in Canada. It's from coming down here and hanging around you guys that you've returned to douche. Uh, so you fix him. <laughs> You broke him, and fuck, did you break him? Like, I I don't mind if he dies in the healing process, but you've you've created a, it's like a tumor of everything that's wrong with your country. You've spoiled a Canadian. Stop it. We've seen it happen with Robin and Alan Thick. You can fix them while you're at it. Fix Michael J. Fox. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but there's something wrong with there them. There is something wrong. Okay, with them. so while you're at it, just we'll he's it. still a nice guy, but fix him. Uh, <laughs> fix him anyway, because if you can fix those douches, why don't you use your powers for good once, you stupid fucking country? You make me sick. You make me sick, and uh, I want you to all die. Wow, Jessica, anything to add? <laughs> you know, Justin tried to have. Uh, a voice with the new generation and show his uh, knowledge of history mm-hmm. by visiting the Anne Frank home when he was in the Netherlands. And um, he said that he hoped that if Anne was still alive today, that she would be a believer. Yeah, he believed that he she would be a believer. And um, as a woman of Jewish descent, I, I just have to take pride in the fact that Justin cared enough to put Anne on a pedestal this many years later uh-huh. and um, try to justify his actions. Uh-huh. Give her the attention she deserves. Yes. And, uh-huh. um, Although, by Glenn's logic, that is actually the Netherlands' fault. Like, they did that to him. Right? Well, he was they there did. then. I think that he was actually trying to kill her because <laughs> it wasn't really the time for listening to music when you're hiding. That's true. It's <laughs> you know, very true. There was no headphone technology back then. Your two minutes are up. I was not expecting so much sense to come out of Team Canada, but my God, <laughs> you actually might have swayed me in real life. And I'm sorry. Like, I want to apologize. I want to apologize. I legitimately do. No, please don't. No, I please shouldn't don't. have said your whole country sucks and you, I want you all to die. If that was a mistake on my part. You know but what, though? It was entertaining. You you fed me. It was American turkey that I ate uh-huh. to cause that. So <laughs> I am a actual mirror of what I was talking well, about right now. Spitting out some American rage and sodium at me. <laughs> and I love it. Team U.S., you must defend America's butt craze. This summer, our country truly went nuts over butts. Between the butt-related musical output of Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez, Iggy Azalea, Jason Derulo, and Megan Trainer, we have once again proven ourselves to be a nation of five-year-old boys. U.S., you've got two minutes to defend America's butt craze. Go. Well, I think one of the most important things that we all need to remember is that without the butt, none of us would have a place to sit. We'd be standing all the time. True. And how exhausting would that be to never have a chance to sit? You could lie down or you could stand up. Right. But that's an element of the butt that doesn't really come up real often in these songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely, it is definitely one of the best parts of the butt, but they don't seem to talk about it as much. Starling? Well, I feel like butt men mm-hmm. butt have men? been an underrepresented Majority, actually, yeah. uh-huh. 
And I feel like, first of all, I feel like the women themselves are the are. It'd be different if they weren't <laughs> also obsessed with their butts, but mm-hmm. they're obsessed with them too. And they're good butts, so I feel like they're not. It's not false advertisement. So I feel like there's a there's an empowering part to that. But sure. I grew up believing there were only boob men and women, and then and I feel like. As I got older, I started to hear more about butt men. <laughs> I don't want to hear about butt women. They're but very I'm sure specific they're out there. types of yeah, men. But yeah, but I feel like there's, they're actually the majority. But And I feel like they're, they were the silent masses, mm-hmm. and they're finally being given the attention. And it had to be, it, it, when you make a statement, when you bring the silent masses out, it has to be, a, it has to be big, or else they'll, they, they'll be too shy. Right. The butt men. Of the there world. are very so, few fingermen. So, Right, <laughs> there are there are footmen, but that's a totally different that's job. A very, that's a Downton Abbey kind of a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's much less. I feel like there's fewer boob men than it is that like Three's Company uh-huh. led me to believe, etc. Seventies were very were very boob centric. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't. It was that was not true. False advertising. Yeah. Right. Closing thoughts. Your time is almost up. No ifs, ands, or buts. Hey. hey! Little wordplay at the end there. Mm-hmm. I like it. That was like I felt like we were having. A conversation on like to the point with Warren Alney <laughs> about butts. Who's the Warren Alney in this in this? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. If you honestly, if you just took the us of his show, if you taped his show and then just cut it down to all the us, mm. it would be as long as the show. Right. Like he just it literally. He I listened to him say something the other day about nine uh, eleven. Like how are you? How are you <laughs> trying to think of the next thing to say when you're thinking of 9/11? Like that should roll off the tongue. All right, let me think about it here. Let me think about it. Let me let me go through it. Who am I kidding? I got handed my ass beautifully and politely by Team Canada. You are the winners. Congratulations, Canada. Hey. Sorry. Oh, Canada is the best country in the whole wide world for this week. Perhaps you can celebrate by finding a new, third, exciting thing to add to your favorite dish: macaroni and cheese. How about more salt? Would that be good for you, Glenn? Yeah. More sodium? Now, before we finish, uh, we're going to go through, if you guys have anything you want to plug, and also to offset the ego karma, maybe also something that you didn't make, but that you're currently enjoying and you would like to recommend to our listeners. We'll start with you, Glenn. What do you want to plug of your own? My new uh, album is coming out very soon. My new audio album, No Land's Man, which uh, is packed full of wonderful tales from the road, but also... The cover art, uh, because there's such a big story about Iron Maiden in it, the cover art was done by Derek Riggs, the man who drew Eddie for, yes, he uh, he's made my uh, 8x10 into uh, a zombie. And I actually got the email from Derek Riggs saying, is it okay if we make you a zombie and not a skeleton so you don't look too much like Eddie? And I was like, yes, wow. that's okay, Mr. Riggs. Jesus, that's got to be a dream come true. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it's the best. Like, I don't have kids, so, you know, I got to take my accomplishments where I can. No, that's and big. That's better than kids. Fuck kids. Fuck. Yeah. Well, don't, but. Don't fuck kids. Yeah. Don't fuck kids. And but if you do. The idea. Fuck the concept of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Think about them. All right. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and something that somebody else made. Uh, Corb Lund, a very uh, talented Canadian uh, country and Western singer. Go check out his work. Um, he uh, He's very good and okay. underappreciated. That name again. Corb Lund. Corb? C-O-R-B-L-U-N-D. Right. Jessica Young. Um, last night I was on Fox's New Girl Woo! as Schmidt's football-obsessed co-worker, so you can get that on demand. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, what's Schmidt like in real life? Cool? So nice. Yeah, it was 
an incredible experience. And I went in with no lines, and we ended up doing about 25 takes, and I was told I could just run with it. So it was That's fantastic, amazing, amazing experience. Super fun. Great. And something else that someone else made. Um, I am really late to the party on this, but I am beyond obsessed with Sons of Anarchy. Oh, really? And Jax is my new Jimmy Darmody from Boardwalk Empire. Oh. I'm really, Which is really, to say what, exactly? Just a celebrity crush, mm-hmm. a new mm-hmm. person to fantasize about. Okay. Yeah. A, like a, a crush who will maybe murder you? Yes. Okay. Hopefully. Have, you, have you seen what his show before Sons of Anarchy was? No. Did you see Queer as Folk? folk? He was on that? He was on the British Queer as yeah, Folk. He was, he was the on the lead. original. Oh, I will definitely be checking that out. Uh, yeah, it's you're going to see a whole new side. You're going to yeah. see a whole new side of him. I like it. Starla Kine. Yes. Yeah, what's going on with you? We got the uh, the mystery show. I do the mystery show. That'll be out, I'm not sure exactly when. Fall sometime. Okay. Fall into winter. Um, and also there's a book that I'm in called The Thing, The Book. Uh-huh. That's what it's called, The Thing, The Book. Yeah. That you guys should check out. And then can I plug... Another person's book? Yes, please. Books are allowed? Yeah. Even books? Yes, of course. Okay. Please, books. Um, Keep the publishing industry alive. Um, it's a book by my very first intern at This American Life, who then, um, and her name is Diane Cook. Okay. There's a book of short stories. It's coming out right now, and I think you guys should all get it, because she's uh, brilliant. Beautiful. Thank you, Starly. Sean Conroy. Yeah, I mean, I, away. it's super boring, but I'm going to plug my Twitter feed at Sean Conroy. I also have a podcast that Dave, you've been a guest on. I have. I think called I'm going to be again the, this month. Oh, great! Yeah. The long shot. See, I have nothing to do with booking, so I will great. find out if you are and make okay. sure that doesn't happen. Oh, um, Jesus! That's, that's <laughs> really the uh, the long shot, and it's you can find it at thelongshotpodcast.com or on uh, iTunes. It's available. Uh-huh. And uh, obviously check out Mr. Pickles. And then I'll plug, because I know he would it would never occur to him to do this for me, I will plug my good friend Eddie Pepitone's comedy special, uh-huh. yeah. uh, which is called In Ruins and is available on Netflix. So check that out. He is a funny, funny man, he in case really, you really don't is. already know that. He really is. Uh, as for me, I'm doing the Friday 40 on October 10th or 11th, whatever that Friday is, at the uh, Nerdist Theater at Meltdown. And also, I must recommend... Very, very highly. The new album by Wormburner. They're a Brooklyn band. Uh, they have a new album called Pleasant Living in Planned Communities. They are fantastic. Check them out. Before we go, apologies to our UK listeners who may have been expecting to hear their countrymen on the show today. You must be feeling insecure after that whole Scotland thing. Just remember that we love you too. And like Scotland, we could try to dump you any second. So go to the UK version of iTunes and show us some love. We really appreciate your comments and your star ratings, and they really do help keep the show alive. And if you don't, next episode, we might just have some more Canadians on instead. We're doing that anyway because it's Max Fun Week. But don't tell anybody. Sean Conroy, Starly Kine, Glenn Wool, Jessica Young, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Sean Conroy, Starly Kine, Glenn Wool, and Jessica Young. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. Yay! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.